0: And welcome to the latest edition of the RadioBate podcast, recorded live as always from Brunel University here in Uxbridge. Um, thank you very much for tuning in once again. Uh, this is our second second show since we've returned to university. Ahmed Mansour is joining me again, and uh, we've got Radio Bait debut. It is 2 weeks late. She was on the one where we where there was a bit of a technical issue and we <laughs> couldn't we couldn't record and we was worried that there was another technical issue today but we've got it all fixed. Jessica Watson's on. How Hello. are you guys?
1: I'm good. I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. What about you, Ahmed? I am great.
1: I'm pleased it's working this time.
0: Yeah, no, it's we're working. We're actually live and I can actually see that we're actually recording. Well, so it nearly
1: uh, wasn't working. I thought oh, I can't return. Every time I it. come it's breaking it, yeah.
2: Another week, another thing
0: just down. the jinx. But <laughs> so, no, we're we're back. Uh how's everyone's week been? Busy?
2: A little bit a little bit busy, yeah. Just been having to um just get all the uni work in in order and then also last week we launched the full I K B insider uh yeah. website. So all of us have had to do a lot of work for it, so... Yeah, I'm stressing.
0: i stressing.
1: Too much on the plate already. Already, yeah. That, oh, assignments, mm. dissertation, it's yeah. all getting a bit too much, and I feel uh. like we haven't even properly got into
2: university We've got yet. one due, what, two weeks from now, three weeks from three now? Three weeks. Don't remind me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Don't remind Ahmed either. He'll be up uh, all night on uh, the night before uh, writing uh, 3,000 words. Uh, I yeah, w- you will, I want you will. Weeks. He promises me Every single time I'm not going to leave it to the last minute And I guarantee you At midnight on the night Before I'll get a message Saying I'm writing this Help Please uh, no.
1: I don't know how you don't do it, it Last that. minute I'm someone or, who has to be painful. on it I it's can't painful. do it
0: Or I'll wake up in the morning at like 4am Guys I'm still going What are we doing No I'm li- Okay
2: this time <laughs> Let's make a bet Well Live, live on bet. there yeah. A, so bet, you a can't live can't. bet Okay all the,
1: all the listeners here Are going to know You've made this bet Oh damn
2: <laughs> um, Okay no I will make you sure this. I will make sure that my essay is complete yeah. the day before at least do
0: you solemnly swear?
2: I solemnly swear right okay yeah. you heard you that guys
1: you always do well though uh, the thing with me is by the time it hits about 8 o'clock I'm tired and I can't focus on the screen anymore mm. so I have to do my work in the day I don't know how you work through the night I don't oh.
2: Right, I, I can't work during the day. I that's can't. The there we go.
1: That's a. Di- I think that's a big difference between students. Mm. Some students can solidly work through the night under pressure, whereas yeah, I, can't. I can't. I need the my sleep. The,
2: I not The only the only reason why, um, like from the past two years of doing these assignments, like bang on last minute, is because when you're working under that six or eight hour deadline, it's more easier to focus on stuff as opposed to being like, oh, you know what? Let me just put. An it's because you know you got to get it done. Yeah, yeah, it's that focus that you really get that pressure. I know, um, but then
1: the tiredness hits. I yeah. like thing on it's I don't painful,
2: it's mm. painful.
0: Eight or nine it? o'clock, it's cut off, I'm finished. That's really? Me, that's me putting my feet up. Well, is, that I'm that like your, is that like your rule? Yeah, eight, nine o'clock. A week, a week. Nine o'clock stew. is absolute latest. Mm. And will I'm you finished. work
1: up until nine o'clock every day?
0: Mm, not all the time. No. Sometimes I'll, I won't work solidly from like nine till nine. I'll work, do a mm. bit and go out and come back home, do a bit, have dinner, mm. have a shower do a bit more finish that's
1: the thing it is really hard as a student to balance your time as enjoying yourself and doing mm. work yeah. and if you feel like you're not doing that right you s- i start to worry i feel like i'm not i'm not doing i'm doing it wrong i need to be doing work when i'm not doing work i need to be enjoying myself when i'm doing work mm. it's really hard to know mm.
2: as, as long as you've done something at least See, th- yeah this is why like being doing it in chunks like you were saying earlier doing 500 words before you're going away somewhere and then come back and do the rest of it. At least you know that you've done some some work. Makes mm. you
0: feel less guilty. Mm. Yeah. So we got a Radio Bait promise live on there. So I'm pu- I'm holding yeah. that against Ahmed I don't now. If do let know If he lets me down, you've got to do a forfeit. But we'll, we'll keep you updated. Listeners. An extra essay. An extra essay. An extra essay. <laughs> <On radio laughs> <bait>. extra, <laughs> an extra dissertation <laughs> on Radio Bait. <laughs> right. Um. This week, we'll t- we're going to talk about Mental Health Day a bit later because we're recording today it is mental health days we're gonna have a discussion about mental illnesses Uh, but firstly for our student section this week we're going to discuss about um work placements now obviously at university as well as studying it's drilled into you that it is important to uh, conduct some work experience placements whether that's in media or coaching or business or finance or whatever degree um, you're studying for it's always drilled into you to get to do a placement in where uh, in in whatever you're interested in but finding placements can be quite difficult as we've experienced and 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 in our cases a lot of the placements we've sourced we sourced off our own back without any help from our university which is a good thing I suppose because it allows us to build up contacts but when you're f- first coming into university. Who don't really know who to go to and where to contact and whatever so coming to you first jess should perhaps universities um help out students more when when they're going to look for work experience placements
1: well first off i i would say it's actually really good that we found stuff off our own back because it means most likely when we leave uni we're going to know how to do it because we already have we already had to do it ourselves um but yeah definitely if you think of all the other courses have uh, placement years so for example our course journalism we don't have placement years do we so we've got to find experience mm. elsewhere because mm. i can't imagine us finishing our degree saying oh i've done a degree and getting a job i i think the experience is more important than the degree
2: if, if what would you say about those who for example um were to you know not get an, any sort of work experience over the three years that they've been there but been trying to lot to get into different kinds of schemes and app- sent applications to countless you know organizations but still did not manage to get a job at the end of it how what can you know what should the uni do for those or should the uni do anything for those
0: like um you could do cv workshops because if they've applied for they already kind placement. of do yeah they do do that i don't really we did some in our first year but unless like uh since then you've not really had cv kind of Things like it, yeah, I think what's mm. what makes a good CV like you could do um, soft top of head like lecturers could do like one to ones on like um, one to ones like, would be like mm-hmm. drawing up a list of like what you're interested in and what you're not, or there should be like a designated careers advisor for journalism or fashion or we only uh, really have one for PR. the department, don't we yeah we it? only really have one for like the whole of what journalism is classified under at Brunel mm. which means there's tons of students going to there and most of the time you cannot get an appointment so perhaps if it was a lecturer on your um as part of your course or on your course then you'd be able to go to them and kind of like um explain what you're interested in what you want to try and you get a into guidance. I and think what's
1: important to remember is no work experience is rubbish work experience any work experience you can get is good so when i first started trying to get work experience for journalism i was doing really small things like writing articles for a magazine for a primary school so Mm. that's going to be really basic but when finding work experience sometimes it is about who you know and the contacts Mm. and if you know a large a lot like a large amount of people in your local area rather than the area uni is go and talk to people where you're from and that's how i found the majority of my work experience from Mm. Where I live in Kent, I found yeah. work experience from there. Coming, Moving to a new city or a new area, like how we've moved to Uxbridge, I don't know anyone in this area except for the students I've met.
0: And me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Le- and the lecturers. Maybe that's the most sort of local people I know as lecturers. So mm. I think anything you can get is important. Even if it's really small, you'll build from there.
2: Yeah. Where you are, it Yeah, I mean, I think it's. Can you raise a valid point about. Um, Jess raised a valid point about. Um, you know, networking and going out to find uh, your placements and stuff. Um, that's how for some of the stuff that I've done, it, it's been a bit difficult because some of it's still ongoing, and I've um, so, for example, I've uh, attended some charity-based events and you know, like marathon runs and you know all that sort of thing, where they've needed PR campaigners and uh, other sorts of s- staff members for to help them out. Um, but it's just been one of those things where you ask them to do the stuff it gets done but there's no like there's no you know that sort of experience it doesn't get used for your official the point i'm trying to make is when you need to go into the industry it's really hard to use that sort of small basic pr sort Mm. of experience unless it's directly relevant to what you're doing Mm. yeah
1: company when you get a job companies want Want you to have the experience of things they're doing. Yeah. So you almost uh, certainly what,
2: what I've
0: experienced, like um, people I've spoken to have said, yes, it's good to have a degree, but they want experience, and it's what about who? It's about who you know and what you've done rather yeah. than uh, your degree. And all of my my experiences I've got off my own back. Some of them I've got through like I interview people through through a website, and some of them I've I've got some placements I've got I've actually been about going down and speaking to them. Interviewing them about their career, and then afterwards telling a bit about myself, and then a placement or doors have opened from there that enabled me to get a placement from there. So, in some sense, it's it's good that you are building contacts and whatever, and getting stuff for your own back. But then, for some who are maybe unsure of of where they who they've got to, um, where they've got to apply to, what the application process is like. Like when you first come into first year, it can be quite daunting. You're still still fairly young. we have only just done our A levels. Like it's still it can be still quite daunting to um, speak to someone you don't necessarily know or apply for things because you don't know what people are looking for. Um, you you look at things like, for example, someone at Sky said to me that. At Sky, they get something like for every job it's something like they get over a thousand applications, even for work experiences, and that is competition. And for some cases, it's hard to know how you can stand out from the crowd. And you could you could have all the experience in the world, but if you some of these CVs are not being looked up by people, they're being looked up by computers, which are going to look for like. Uh, certain words and if you don't have that then it's hard to know where you stand out but
1: that's so interesting knowing that certain words yeah like make you stand out I would say and what I've read a lot is obviously you're going to apply for something you want to make your application as good as you can and if you don't a lot of the time you don't hear anything but it's always good to follow up maybe just send another email Mm. or give a call but a lot of the time I've learned to not get hung up about one application apply maybe resend a couple of times but don't get hung up on getting Mm. that one One, bit of work experience apply for multiple maybe just apply and leave it yeah I've been I've applied for so many last year and I've applied for like three since I've been back and I've I'm trying to tell myself I can't just keep thinking i have to get that one yeah. i'm just gonna apply and something usually pops up that you're not expecting yeah don't just don't
0: when you get rejected just don't take it personally really like it's not it's not a personal thing against you they're not saying something negative about you it just everyone gets rejected and mm. they've got so many to deal with that it's inevitable that you're not going to get everything you go for and um just don't take it personally really and don't don't be scared of rejection because there's a lot of it certainly in journalism there's you'll get a lot more no's and you will do yeses and it's just important to not let that phase you and to just keep keep going and keep that mentality that if you keep applying eventually you will be able to get a, um, a work experience placement and it could be somewhere like like sky like the daily mail like a big big company in where you, you didn't think you'd, you just applied in hope well actually you, you've got it in the end really so um
1: it's difficult to uh e- explain and put over what sort of person you are personality wise you might be able to yeah. list i've done this i've done that but really on paper it's hard to I- describe what yeah. sort of person you are yeah and right. i am a massive believer that it's who you know who you a lot of the time also
0: if i if i had the choice of emailing someone or going to meet someone I choose going to meet them 10 times sure. out of 10. It's yeah.
1: daunting. It's really daunting. And in first year, I would have thought, never, I'm not yeah. going to meet them. Now, I think I'm, yep. <laughs> Gotta go. I'll just th- do gonna it if it's going to make yeah. my life easier. I think you
0: can put more of your personality across in a meeting with someone than you can over an email. An email, you can come across sometimes... Um, I think everyone can blunt. come across the yeah. same yeah. Yeah. in every- every- an email. You're, just, you're just another you're just another generic, person. Yeah, everyone it just
1: writes not. the same thing about themselves because yeah. they, everyone knows what sort of thing they want to hear. Yeah.
0: You just, you're just another person, another random person that you're just just emailing them for a couple of minutes at a time. Someone they might never ever get to meet. So if you actually say, can I come and see you? You might be able to spend an hour or two hours speaking to them. Maybe not even that. Maybe even this is half an hour, 20 minutes. You can put a lot more of your personality across. In that time, and show your um, your ambition, what interests you, what doesn't interest you, what you're good at, what you're not, and that gives a real um, insight for employers into um, what kind of person you are and how employable you are.
2: I think in regards to this whole you know meeting the person or meeting them prospective employer, it's quite easy at this moment just because you've got things like Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn where hmm. you can literally just link them and um you know establish a, a connection you know get to know them maybe meet up and so on and so forth so it's a little bit more easier to network now um that being said people because uni guys are, are, are a little bit still you know in the in the comfort zone sort of mentality where they're not really thinking ahead that you know they've got to find jobs as adults and you know be a bit more proactive in that sense um i think there's just not enough enthusiasm to go and approach people like Mm. that so
0: i think more more times more times you'll have a good experience than a bad experience i think probably out of all the placements i've done i've maybe i've probably only had one place and i was like yeah i don't want to work here again most most are quite good and are willing to let you work but there is the odd few uh, where i've done quite a few that
1: i've come out of and been like yeah it was nice it was okay and people were good but it wasn't what i want to do but that is the whole p- part of work yeah. experience i've done so so much work experience at different places but at least i can say i've tried and tested it and maybe if i didn't do that i'd probably still be just as clueless as i was in first year yeah. um i've only had a couple that i've been like yes that's so worthwhile yeah but that's that's the whole point of trying and testing and in the end of the day sometimes work experience is only for a week so if it's a week of your time
0: and yeah, it's, n- it's nothing. Nothing really. What about you, Ahmed? What do you say about that?
2: Um, I mean, yeah, it's it. Like we've been discussing, it depends on who you know and how you go about it. But the thing is, you've got to also understand that these guys, these you know youngsters who are coming into uni, they don't, um, they don't previously know exactly how to go about these things. So there should be someone, maybe just like a person for each course. Who's there as in charge to um, sort of guide them into the process, help them ease into it, understand it, and help them out if they're really clueless? Because a lot of people have potential, they just don't know how to go about doing it. Like making sure that it's you know it's there and it, it can be used. Mm. Um, so someone who knows how to create really good videos, or someone who knows how to you know really um, investigate a an issue or a cause. They may not know how, like who to go to, or how they need to create a report out of it, or anything, um, until someone guides them. And uh, and you could debatably say that the lecturers are here for that. But in terms of their industry, you definitely need someone who can help them out.
0: Mm, absolutely. Some good points yeah. raised there. I would love to talk about work experiences all day, but I don't want to bore everyone. So mm-hmm. mm, let's move on. Moving but on. before we move on. Uh, Just a quick shout out for our social media uh, channels. Uh, You can find us on Twitter by following at Radio Bait. Uh, We're on Facebook, iTunes, Instagram and SoundCloud. Just put in Radio Bait. Um, if you want to email us or get in touch or submit any topic ideas that you want us to, to talk about, feel free to send us a DM or a Facebook message or whatever. Or you can email us at radiobate at gmail.com. Um, and you can head over to our website, com to read a few articles that some of the team have written. Um, and you can listen to a few of the podcasts. that It would be nice to hear uh, from other listened.
1: students on uh, yeah. issues, they think.
0: Come say hi. We're not scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right, so uh, next topic th- this week, we're going to be discussing about mental health. Um, today, we're recording on Tuesday, uh, is Mental Health uh, Awareness Day. Um, and as part of that, um, Chris from Love Island has has been part of a stunt, uh, which has been encouraging men not to bottle up their emotions for world mental health. I'm going to put my best friend's ac- accent here. He, uh, he uh, wrote... Um, put out which is uh, which was um, like a which is meant to be like an aftershave or a a scent it's a stunt stunt, uh,
1: campaign about an aftershave named after him and to be honest I thought thought that's what it was I was scrolling through my Facebook and Twitter and I kept seeing this video popping up Mm. and if I all honesty I hadn't looked at it I was like I don't know what this is Mm. and it was funny today I actually did click on it and I watched it and I was like oh my god I was like that isn't a campaign. I was like that's it's not a campaign for um I mean an advert for a fragrance. It was like mm. there's a campaign and yeah. I thought it was so clever. It's mm.
0: very clever because when you first look at it you're like, Whoa, what's this is just like a massive like, like a an advert, isn't yeah. it? Yeah.
1: It's like a Calvin Klein advert. Him T- like, totally. tears <laughs> for Chris,
0: you're like, What what is this? It's like an April Fool's joke or something like that. But um it's basically it was designed to symbolise the fact that eighty four percent of men bottle up their emotions. Um and Chris has, has joined at the charity CALM, uh, which is a male suicide prevention uh, charity. And a stunt was done um, in connection with CALM and, and Topman. But as well as Chris, there's been other high-profile um, people who have spoken out about mental health. Um, Prince Harry and Prince William have been very vocal, have set up their own charity called Heads Together. Um, and Prince Harry has, has spoken quite candidly about how he needed to speak to a counsellor um, uh, shortly after his... Um, shortly after his his mum, the, the Princess Diana, um, passed away, um, but the the statistics when it comes to mental illness are quite quite staggering. One in four people are affected by a mental illness, according to the NHS. Almost eight in every hundred people in England are suffering from uh, mixed anxiety or depression. So it's it's something that's become quite common. And when you look at it, it's something that's quite scary, really, because it's. It seems like more and more people are bottling up their emotions like, like Chris is raising awareness for. Definitely. And it's, it's something quite scary because you look at, um, you look at the famous case of um, Gary Speed, the footballer, a few years ago. Um, one day he was on um, a football program. I think it was Match of the Day Football Focus. Just looked as normal as ever. And the next day he, he killed himself. And that was just completely out of the blue. And it just shows how mental illness can be um,
2: so destructive So, what did you think about the stunt, Ahmed? It's like it's like um, it's like the there was another one just recent, the recent suicide. It was quite a famous singer. um, My knowledge on this is really poor.
1: The guy from um, Lincoln Park. Lincoln
2: Park, that's the one, isn't it? Yeah. So his, if you guys watch his video, uh, the one that his wife released, um, he was as normal as anyone and looked quite happy. So he looked completely as if you know he wouldn't be something that you would even suicide would be something that you would even consider um but obviously he did but no in terms of this this advert it's you know it's it's quite hard hitting um because it's it nails you know their their concept of bottling up and not letting others know your feelings Mm. and what 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 you're going through no matter what it is how small it is um because there's there's obviously different kinds of issues that everyone's facing um and I'd actually be surprised if someone would was to say that, you know, they're going through a perfectly normal life.
0: Yeah, because when you look at males, you kind of get the stereotypical thing that we're all alpha males, we're all uh, kind yeah. of dominant and independent, and we kind of manage our emotions. But really, it's, it's obviously very different. I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of people where if something happens to them, then it can quite easily spiral out of control. And if you are experiencing difficulties, and it be, can be quite difficult to kind of stay on top of them so it's not just females that get quite emotional it's also males as well and it's important not to forget that because we're all human beings in the the day and we're all all emotional and, and sensitive and it's important to to remember that um to just to reach out and to if if you are if you do need help then there's nothing don't be scared to kind of say or just chat to anyone really
1: one of the main messages being put across today is the whole thing of men being told to man up Mm. and i hate that phrase as if uh being a man means you're not going to be sensitive Mm. um i'm so so pleased that they've chosen chris from love island to be part of this campaign because uh the majority i mean i watch i know you guys did not watch it but the majority of people our age definitely were watching love island the whole summer Mm. and it wasn't just it wasn't just girls it was guys as well like i have all my guy mates are watching it and i was surprised they they were kind of forced into watching it by girlfriends mums mm. and they ended up watching it themselves so it's nice that guys are aware of a man they've watched over the summer who've been showing their emotions on tv mm. for six mm. weeks during the summer or however long it is and now he's putting across how important it is to carry on talking about your feelings mm. It's kind
2: um, of iconic isn't it now that he's become an icon over the summer yeah He's now able to, you know, almost become a role model for all these guys out there. I Just feel to like to guys say.
1: were afraid to watch Love Island and watch this guy <laughs> who was on on Love Island. Mm-hmm. And now it's kind of giving a message of don't be afraid to bottle up your feelings. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I, I was listening to an interview, Chris did, and he was saying how he suffered with mental health problems before Love Island and then how he had to get help. Um, spoke to his mum about it Mm. so it's nice that there's someone that young people can relate to because I think mental health issues is probably I know it's an issue of all ages but for young people and students especially especially when students are moving away from home living away living on their own Mm. I think it can be difficult I mean I've had times when I've just really felt alone or wanted to go home so I even think the smallest issue you have
0: should be spoke about And I think there's probably probably people that um are suffering from a mental health illness and they probably don't even, don't even know it. They probably are stressed or um, yeah. depressed about something and they probably don't even know it. But I think it's a good point that you raise about students because um, there, are, there are some that, there are a few students that do experience mental health problems at university. There are some that get stressed out about all their assignments uh, and just feel like they can't cope. Um, you've got people who might be depressed about moving away from home. Um, even even um, local students, even even some who who travel in, they don't you don't know what people are going through, and it's important not to judge a book by its cover because there's always um, there's always something hidden behind. Even if you like, we're all good friends. Like, with there's probably things we don't even know about each other. So it's important to like not forget there are things that you maybe don't know. I think, um, I
2: think there's. Um there's a focus on uh, labeling where people are afraid to be labeled as certain um, you know certain disorders so to say um, <coughs> when people have like um, you know someone may be afraid to you know be diagnosed you know uh, f- by a doctor as uh, being social ha- having social anxiety disorder or you know a depression or anything like that so they may just be afraid of ge- getting that term which is why that a lot of i know a lot of people who don't speak out because of that very reason because they don't like the fact that that makes them look out of place mm. um when like really
1: they're probably not out of place no, because yeah. everyone not. is in because the same boat exactly
2: because prob- everyone's more or less the same as what yeah has been through what they what they're going through
1: isn't that horrible that you think you're alone in yeah. an, a problem like e- and then you're not mm. for example even a physical issue you had wrong or you know, something that's obvious that that's a problem. Yeah. yeah. You don't feel alone with that because everyone else can see if someone else has got yeah. that problem whereas mental issue, you mm. can't. Exactly. Uh, Kem from Love Island who is like um, on the programme, Kem yeah, and yeah. Chris were like the the, the famous pair.
0: The number five in the charts at I the minute, mean, aren't oh, they?
1: Oh God, I know. So he tweeted a picture today and he uh, it's a quote and it says, from the outside looking in it's, hu- um, it's hard to understand. From the inside looking out it's hard to explain. And I think that's so, mm. so true. And I think it's horrible if people think that their issue is too small for to seek help about yeah to seek go to see a doctor mm. or counselor or something yeah. i think any issue there's no harm in talking about something
0: yeah i think there's a stigma of um, embarrassment about speaking out when you're uncertain about something but mm. there's no need to be embarrassed no one is gonna um no one is gonna um just take the mick out of you the or the make an exception
2: the embarrassment stems from what you said earlier about you know the alpha male, yeah. or, or also in, in society, they got
1: to be that guy who's yeah. the hard guy who that isn't phased about anything. Mm. Let's yeah. face
0: that's what all all guys dream of. We all kind of think we're that that cool dude who's mm-hmm. gonna attract all those ladies, and we're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be that number one that everyone kind of idolizes to be. And as much as I I think I'm if that man, even, I'm not.
2: Even when you look at these, if you break down the areas and you look at these groups. The ones that have these iconic you know male figures you know within a group of friends even they i'm pretty sure go through some stuff that you know really breaks them down and even then for them to you know some have the courage to speak out about their you know their um uh, their health and others don't but even you know there, there shouldn't be any fear of of going to any one of your friends and saying you know i'm going through this mm. uh you know I, I don't know if i need help or what but I, may, I need to mm. talk to someone and others other friends should be compassionate enough um and nice enough to actually hear them out and not being like oh i I can't deal with this or you know i can't i've got my own oh he's off again what's he saying this time and oh i hate that you've got to be understanding for each other exactly earlier
1: Earlier on in the year freddie flintoff and professor green both came out about their mental health Mm. issues yeah um part of the same charity that the duchess um is a part of Mm. um and i think like Freddie Flintoff of Cricket Hub people, people into sport are going to look up to him Professor Green people listen to music to try and like relax their thoughts and think he's a rapper like people think do you know what I mean but rappers give across a message that they're some like hard, hard guy, guy yeah, cool yeah. chill expert but I like that he's he's shown his sensitivity that he doesn't show in his music, and I Mm. think that's really important because there's people who look up to him probably don't Mm. think that that aspect of him Mm. exists, and it does.
2: And that that's why they that's why they become so vocal about it because they think that people because people think that they're not they just you know they just this figure that doesn't go through anything.
0: I think it's good because I was um, you were speaking about um, Freddie Flintoff. I was listening to. uh, Flintoff Savage and the Ping Pong Guy podcast every week with um, Robbie Savage. And he was speaking about how he was on um, Strictly Come Dancing and how on the pitch he came across as that no nonsense footballer that everyone hated. But when he came to do Strictly Come Dancing, he was so scared to show his true identity and to show his real body that he was just a can of nerves. And he, he came close to quitting Strictly Come Dancing because he was so scared of his own image and what he's been portrayed as. And people wouldn't like his own personality. Which I thought was quite interesting as well, and I think you both raised good points. And I think it's it's only good that uh, more high-profile people come out and and share their stories because it raises awareness of it more, and it motivates people to not be afraid to speak out to seek help whether that be uh, speaking to friends families uh, doctors and um, if you're at university yeah, you're speaking university. to your lecturers or you're speaking to I don't your know
1: university offers loads of services for people mm. who struggle with mental health I remember mm. when I was living in first year and even all the halls used to have stickers on the doors and it was saying if ever an emergency or you having thoughts that you're worried are dangerous to call yeah. this number like universities offer loads of services but mm. i think it there's there's a there's a wall in between people's thoughts and those people people are scared to approach these people because they're scared to face
0: the thoughts they're having mm-hmm. absolutely um well that brings us towards the end of the radio bait uh, podcast this week just before we go a quick reminder of our social media channels uh follow us on twitter on at radio bait you can find us on facebook uh, soundcloud instagram and itunes by searching at uh, radio bait um, you can go over to our website and read a few articles some of the team have written radiobait.wordpress.com and finally if you want to get in touch with us we're going to be involved with the podcast or you want to send in some ideas for us to maybe speak about on the next couple of podcasts coming up you'd be more than welcome to you can send us a dm or a message via facebook or twitter or you can email us at radiobait.gmail.com uh, um, thank you to Ahmed and for Jess for, for joining us, uh, joining you. me this week. Uh, it's been a really good show and a great debut from, from Jess, and I'm sure you'll hear more from her Definitely. in the coming weeks. Uh, but thank you once again for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe, um, and we'll speak to you soon.